got bad news for you. This is episode 17 of the podcast. Yeah, we're into it, man. This is episode 17. The QAnon episode. <clears throat> I don't know if uh, y'all stay up to date with uh, conspiracy theories and such, but according to the QAnon community, 17 is the lucky number. 17 is when it all goes down, as Kanye would say. Well, what is new? Dude, what is new is I need a haircut. If you're watching the video version, you can see it is just a freaking mess. Like, I can't even get it together. I'm so split on what I want to do. I don't know if it's that I'm a lady man or if all guys think this way, but I balance between two things. Cutting all my hair off immediately, buzzing it all off, or growing it out. I'm I'm nowhere in between. If I'm if I'm somewhere in between, I'm constantly debating on what to do. I can never be satisfied when it comes to um, hair. All I think about is either cutting it off or letting it all grow out. And with that being said, I have a haircut today, so you won't have to look at this ugly hairpiece no more. Or will you? We'll see. What's been new, man? What has been new? Olympics, some UFC. I did not watch the last UFC card, so won't be hearing anything about that. But I will be talking about some jiu-jitsu because there's, uh, I don't know when it's happening, but there's a big uh, <clears throat> jiu-jitsu card coming up. It's going to be the first, um, the first, I think it's cash prize tournament. Two cash prize tournaments between, uh, I think it's a 185 division and a 115 women's division. <clears throat> Let's see here. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with the one. Oh, wow. No, there's more divisions than that. There's a 155. I forgot about that. Nothing but stacked cards, man. I love that Flo Grappling's been doing uh, these who's number ones because um, it never fails, man. They always get the best. Uh, they always get the best talent out, and uh, always, always an exciting uh, show. Let me pull up the 185 bracket. All right, so we'll start with the 115. Let's break this down. When is this event happening? On September 25th through 26th. Oh my gosh. So this is... We still got like a month and a half. <clears throat> but anyways, let's break it down. So. We have... Mysa Bastos. Number one ranked strawweight. Grace Grundrum. Guess Grace... Oh god, that's a tough name to say. Grace Gundrum. There we go. She's ranked number two. Then you got Daniel Kelly. Number six... Jessica, Amanda, Alquin, Alex Ngunian, Jessica Crane, Tammy Musumeci. Whew. That is stacked, boy. Stacked. Man. It's hard to believe that they're all 115. Because they could easily beat, like, 135s and 145s. I'm sure freaking 135 and 145 men. Dude, who do I have taken this whole tournament? I have no clue. There's so many that could take it. I could see Grace taking it. Or I could see um, Jessica taking it. She's sick, dude. Especially when you have resources like uh, the Mendez brothers. Dude, this the possibilities are endless. <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, Jessica. 
I say she takes the whole shit, man. She'll take the whole thing. And what's the prize? What's the cash prize? 10000 maybe? I think that's what it said. 30000 Holy shit, son. How are they getting the money together for this? And people are trying to tell me there's no money in jiu-jitsu. That's cap, son. There's money. You just got to be entertaining. And in the 155 division, stack division, son. This is freaking, you would have thought they made this match up in freaking IHOP. I'm telling you, stacked. Let's see here. In the first, first tier, Mikey Musumeci, killer. Cade Rotolo, killer. Gio Martinez, slick killer. Diego Oliveira, I don't think I've ever heard of him. Let me see here. <clears throat> he had a dominant run through the Nogi Pans. Hmm. Huh. Okay. It's my significant win over Joshua Cisneros. <clears throat> well, let's see. They say uh, he's been getting a lot of quick subs, so let's see if we can make it happen. <clears throat> and uh, third here, Cole Abate. I hope I said that right. Abate. He's 16 years old. I knew when I saw him announce that he looked young. <clears throat> he did look very young. Um, and of course, freaking killer, Canadian killer here, Ethan Krillenston. Dude, this thing is stacked. You can't ask for no better, man. Right now is the best time in jiu-jitsu. Joshua Cisneros. Kennedy Masayo, dude, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Kennedy compete. I always love to see him compete. And that's the lineup, man. That is the lineup. That is insane, bro. So let's see, what do I think is going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? It's crazy that Mikey would go up to uh, two divisions for this. I mean, that should tell you how freaking tough this uh, this guy is, man. Who do I have taken it, dude? Anybody. It is anybody's game right now. <clears throat> but I'll tell you, my who I think will make it into the finals slash semifinals will be, obviously, oh, I can't say obviously because I have no clue. Ethan's obviously going to make it either into the semi or the finals. Cade is obviously going to make it through. Um, Mikey, I don't know if the... Size difference will play a key. I don't think it will, man. I mean, if you all have been keeping up with uh, Mikey Musumeci, he, at one point in the gi, was going up against super heavyweights and heavyweights. Like, I don't know that size even play, uh, even plays a factor in uh, Mikey Musumeci's game. Those are going to be my three, man. I say any three of those are going to take it. Everyone else is just a wild card. We'll see how it uh how they come out. Cause I haven't seen all the the other three guys besides Kennedy and Geo compete. So it'll be interesting. I mean Cole's from AOJ, so you can expect him to bring out the heat. And Geo and uh he's always got crazy leg locks, so <clears throat> Those are going to be my three, man. I want Ethan to take the whole thing, but we'll see how it uh we'll see how it goes. My heart is going for Ethan, but I don't know. I could see Cade taking it, man. Cade is ridiculous, man. He's puts on a pace on guys, man, that is insane, man. So I don't know. I think Cade had uh that was the match that everyone said uh, Ethan had won. It was against Cade. Because it couldn't have been against Ty. Yeah, it was against Cade. And you could tell uh, that Ethan had taken that match. But it was not an easy match, I'll tell you. <clears throat> Let's see here. Can we find the 185? <laughs> Why is this 185 bracket so hard to find? Obviously, I see here that uh, Ty's in it. Let's go to the... Flow Instagram page and see if we can find it on there. <clears throat> Come on, thing. Lude. Alright, let's see here. Oh, okay. That's why it's not announced because it's still, still being made. 
so far we have Craig Jones, Ty Rotolo, Andrew Wiltsey, William Tackett, Roberto Jimenez. Roberto just got announced when? I had not seen this. <clears throat> I had seen this uh, last night. I think they just, it was updated an hour ago. So coming to you live, Roberto Jimenez is going to make an appearance. Bro, that is so stacked. Everyone's basically, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, <clears throat> depending on the rule set. I mean, the rule set typically favors uh, styles similar to uh, Craig's, so the styles might favor, uh, rule set might favor uh, Craig Jones, but, you know, Craig Jones, man, he's like the, <clears throat> he's like the second Gordon Ryan. Like, everyone's just fighting for second place when it comes to Craig Jones in the division, so, <clears throat> I don't know. Anything could happen, though. You never know. I could easily see uh, one of the uh, Ty Rotolo or uh, Roberto getting through the final. So you never know. And uh, we've still got three more names to be announced. So we'll see how it uh, we'll see how it goes. And uh, speaking of Craig Jones, so <clears throat> I'm very confused on the split up of the DDS group. I'm so confused on who's going where. They've announced an A-team and a B-team. I mean, they didn't really announce an A-team, but Craig announced a B-team. So, I don't know what to think of it. I don't know where they're going. They haven't released any details. Part of me uh, thinks they're all just going to stay together, but using all of this as promotion for their gym or just promotion in general for um, their brands. Um, but I don't know. <clears throat> As far as it stands, Craig is going to be leading Nikki Ryan, Nikki Rod, and Ethan Krellenston. <clears throat> and I don't know, I think uh, Oliver is going with Craig too. I think so. I think it's so hilarious that he said uh, their quote, or their their selling point is, we, uh, we won't get you old medals, but we'll get you to the podium. <laughs> So I thought that was, uh, or I said, we can't guarantee you a gold medal, but we'll get you to the podium. I think that's pretty hilarious. <clears throat> and, uh, the A-team would be Gordon Ryan, John, Gary Tonin, and as far as it seems, that seems to be it. I guess that's it. But we'll see. <clears throat> I could see, uh, Gary and Gordon staying with John due to MMA purposes. I know uh, if uh, Gordon's healed up <clears throat> with his stomach issue, he's looking at uh, going into MMA. So we'll see. I'll see how it goes. <clears throat> yep. Let me clear my throat. I keep. Uh, I feel like I keep sounding all nasally. <clears throat> <clears throat> It's not Delta, guys. It is not Delta. And uh, another fight talk. Another fight news. Um, what has been going on in the uh, in the fight world? Let's see here. It's a big uh, UFC card on this weekend. Let's see here. Derek Lewis and Zero Gone. I don't even know how to spell that. I'm just going to put gone. Let's break down this fight card here. I don't know why any other time that I, uh, I'm talking, I never have to burp as much as I do when I'm on this mic. It's so weird. All right, so let's see here. Let's start from the bottom of the card. In a bantamweight, bantamweight fight, we have Song Yudong versus Casey Kinney. Um, I've heard of these guys. I've, I'm sure I've seen them fight one, uh, a couple of times. I'm going to go with... Let's see. Let's see what their records are. What's their stats? Wow, they're pretty close, actually. Like, almost identical. There you got same reach, same leg length, same height. 
They both lost their last fight. Their records are super similar. Jeez. Goodness gracious. I mean, I'm telling you guys, it. their stats are, like, literally identical. Like, their significant strikes, their grappling. Casey Kenny's got a little advantage uh, over him, but, like, it's, like, by, like, half a percentage. It's insane. I'm going to go with Song Yudong. Just for a, uh, just for shits and giggles. I mean, they're like even, super even. And the next fight, we got Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. Dude, I love Angela Hill. I always love uh, that uh, when she comes out for weigh-ins, it's always, uh, she's always wearing some sort of like costume. I think at one point she was, uh, what's his name? The guy that stretches really far and uh, Street Fighter. Look I can't remember, but she's always wearing uh all sorts of crazy either anime or um or either uh some sort of like classic <clears throat> classic fighter. Dalzum, that's what it was. Dalzum. She come out as Dalzum one time. I thought that was really cool. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Angela Hill. She's uh she's been on a roll lately. <clears throat> Let's see what their stats are. Yeah. It's looking, uh... It looks like, uh, Tisha's got the, uh... Tisha's got the... She's got the advantage, I think. I don't even know. Let's see here. She's got a little bit of an advantage on her on grappling, but... Angela Hill, man. She's not to be trifled with, man. She could, uh... I think she could easily uh, break into the top five any any minute now. And uh, in the next fight, we got Michael Chiesa versus Vicente Luque. Dude, what a fight. What a fight. A lot of people are uh, pulling for uh, Michael Chiesa just because uh, he's a fan favorite. You know, you can never uh, you can never dislike the guy. He's uh, he's always a, uh, a fan favorite. Entertaining to watch and entertaining to listen to. I love his uh, I love his commentary. But as much as I like Michael, man, I'm gonna have to go with Vicente Luque because um, I think it was who did Vicente Luque la- last uh, lose to? Let's see. So he beat. He submitted Tyron Woodley. No, he didn't. Did he? I don't remember seeing that. What? I didn't know he had submitted Woodley. I wonder how he submitted him. What did he get him with? He got him with a Doris choke. Bro. That's crazy. You Doris choked freaking Tyron Woodley. Sheesh. That's impressive. <clears throat> but his last loss was to uh, Wonder Boy. And uh, ever since then, he's been on a three-fight win streak. So, I'm feeling it, man. Ever, ever since they announced this fight, I knew uh, Vicente Luque was a uh, was a good pick, man. He had uh, just come off a loss, and now he's on a three-fight win streak. I just feel it. Uh, I feel it for uh, Vicente Luque. I think he's uh, I think he's on his way to the back to the top. Let's look at uh, Michael Chiesa's last couple of fights. Let's see here. I think he uh, did he actually beat Vicente? No, no, he hasn't fought him before. <clears throat> Let's see here. So his last fight was against Neil Magny, beat Neil Magny. RDA, Diego Sanchez. Sheesh. I will say, the one thing that you can tell... In between all of these is they're very spaced out apart, like six months. Like he's he's fought like once every six months, so two times a year. So I don't know how active uh, I don't know how active he's been staying, but I don't know, man. I feel it for uh, Vicente Luque. I feel like he's gonna I feel like he's gonna win. In the next fight, we got Pedro Munoz and Jose Aldo. Does that even a question, bro? Jose Aldo, man, you can never, uh, you can never pick against Aldo. I, uh, I've always loved Aldo. 
even uh even when he was uh beating the shadow basically all my favorite fighters always loved Aldo always loved his style and in the main event dude Cyril Gunn versus Derek Lewis interesting fight Cyril Gunn has everything to win like he has all the tools he needs to win and it's oh it's heavy and uh it's interim title fight interesting that makes things a little spicier um he has all the tools to win but Derek Lewis man he just has that power you just never know with uh Derek you never know what you're going to get um it's typically never uh he never uh doesn't show up he always shows up and uh, it's always uh, an entertaining fight sometimes uh, he gets me a little stressed out because he'll wait until the last second the very absolute last moment and freaking then decide to turn it on turn it on but um i don't know bro i don't know who i got for that one i do not know i'm about to go with Derek lewis man I just, um, and he's not even the favorite. What? They got zero, which I mean, I guess it makes sense, you know. He's got literally all the stats to back it up. So, I'm going to go with uh, Derek Lewis. I need to put some money on this, man. Derek Lewis as an underdog? I mean, that's nuts. Nutsos, man. But yeah, that's the, uh, that's the fight card. Um, originally it was going to be, uh, I think it was Amanda Nunes and, uh, Juliana Pena for the main event, and then that got scratched. Thanks, COVID. Just another thing COVID's taken from us. So, yeah, freaking sucks. But uh, just keep keep on keeping on, you know. And uh, what else is going on in UFC news? Um, Holloway and Yaya Rodriguez is a possible fight in November. Oh, boy, is that one spicy. Um, I hope Yaya shows up, though. You know, he's had troubles in the past of, like, basically being offered fights and then turn every single one of them down. And uh, I honestly was shocked there uh, for a moment that they didn't cut him because it was, he was avoiding uh, Zabit for the longest time. And, like, it was pretty obvious that he was. And, like, everyone was like, dude, why won't you fight him? Like, come on now. And, um, it just never happened. I don't even know if Zabit is still fighting. When's the last time he even fought? I don't even think he's fought recently. Let's see. <laughs> he's been away from the year for some time. He said, yeah, you're pulled out four times. The UFC cut him because he didn't want to fight Zabit. So basically, nothing. Basically, knows nothing. Okay. Well, let's find Zabit a fight, man. It would be a good fight. I say you put Zabit and freaking um, Holloway against each other, man. Whew, that would be a killer fight. And the... Uh, the MVP of the whole weekend, man. AJ McKee, man. I had never heard of freaking AJ McKee until this weekend. When he freaking basically knocked out and then submitted uh, Patricia Pitbull. Insane, man, that he was able to do that. Um, a lot of people had uh, put a lot of hype behind this guy. And uh, the hype is real, man. The hype is real. He also cashed in uh, a million bucks, so... Good for him, man. I mean, the way he finished it was insane, man. This dude's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. I wonder who they'll uh, put him up against next. I I, uh, I wonder if they'll ju just do like an immediate rematch. I could, I'd be down for that. I could see that. I'd say uh, Pitbull's earned it. And Islam Makachev has another fight, a quick turnaround. He's fighting in October, um, and he, he just fought against uh, RDA, so he'd been calling out RDA for some time now, so, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a good fight, dude, Islam is on a tear, man, he's, uh, he's a dark horse of that division, and, uh, nobody wants to fight him, man, 
but uh, let them break out into uh, the top 10, man, and then it's going to get interesting. And another lightweight fight that has uh, been in the talks that may happen is uh, Michael Chandler and Justin Gaethje. A little shit-talking going back and forth between the two, and uh, from what I've heard, Michael Chandler's a pretty fake guy, so I imagine... uh, I imagine Justin really wants to uh really wants to shut him up because uh Michael Chandler was talking shit about him saying how uh saying how he won he didn't want to accept the fight, so I've never seen Justin be one to not accept the fight. So And uh something else I saw over the weekend man that kinda made me sad. It made me really sad. You know, a lot of people found it like heartwarming and stuff, but it really made me sad. Cheyenne Baez uh, fought over the weekend, and um, she, oh no, was this, uh, was, yeah, alright, whatever. So, she fought over the weekend, and um, she was uh, talking in the press conference, and uh, talking about her win, and then immediately broke down. She uh, she broke down because she uh, just learned that she had uh, received the $50,000 bonus, and um you know, she immediately broke it down into tears, and she said, I've been broke for so long because of this sport, and she said, it feels good to now be able to, like, basically breathe and, like, be above water, and, like, it's so sad, because you think about it, everyone uh, thinks about these athletes who are in the in the sport, and they go, you know, what she got to complain about, you know, uh, She's on TV. She's uh, she's popular. She's uh, she's across um, she's uh, across uh, all uh, states and countries. Uh, fighting uh, in front of thousands of people. You know, I'm sure uh, I'm sure they're well taken care of. But little do they know that many fighters like uh, Cheyenne are struggling. They're struggling just to make ends meet, and it's sad that. In the sport of MMA, this is still a problem. That the pay gap is so uh, so skewed. Um, I think I saw a statistic out the other day that was uh, across all sports and uh, MLB, uh, NFL, NBA. They were all at like either forty to fifty percent uh, goes towards the athletes, and in the UFC, it is fifteen percent, which. I mean, it's all in how you look at it, I mean, and and not I shouldn't say that. Some of it is the athletes don't want to put in the money to promote themselves, so some the UFC has to put up some of their money to promote their fighters. But that still doesn't justify paying your fighters such a low wage to the fact that they can't even like make a living. Pretty much, I mean, you hear you hear it now. I mean, she said, "I've been broke." pretty much my whole life because of the sport but she said it's all worth it now because you know I've I've been able to uh, get a, get a win in the UFC and uh, be able to uh, cash in on uh, some of that money and it's sad man it's very sad that this is still a that this is still a thing in the sport as big as it is when you have uh, other fighters like uh, Connor Dustin Khabib all making millions of dollars, and yet you have some fighters who are still out going out there for ten and ten. Some I've seen as low as eight and eight. I mean, so it's very sad. It's very sad to see that. And uh, I think uh, this happening, this uh, this little scuffle of uh, her uh, pretty much being public about uh, her situation is going to help the the fighter pay calls because um it's gonna bring more eyes to it and uh uh bring more attention to it and and let people in on uh what is going on with these fighters. You know, I think it was uh Nick Nicky Rod had said, um, you know, I'm never gonna go into MMA. Why would I go into MMA? You know, uh I make more money in uh I make more money in jujitsu than I than I do in uh than I would in MMA. You know, some of the uh I make more money off of uh, tournaments and sponsorship and deals um, than than some of the uh, top 15 uh, UFC fighters make. So why would I go into the UFC? Or why would I even go into MMA? It's not worth it. So yeah, it's uh, it's tricky for sure. 
it's a uh, it's a tricky situation, and uh, I feel for you uh, people who are pursuing an MMA career. And with that being said, and uh, while you know these UFC fighters aren't getting um, paid a lot, Steph Curry just signed to the largest salary in NBA history. Steph Curry has signed to a four-year, $215 million contract extension with the Golden State Warriors, making him the first player in history to sign two career, $200 million-plus deals. Jeez. All to bounce a ball. That's insane, son. That is crazy. I love to see that, man. I love to see uh, people getting their money. Get what you're worth, man. Why not? That's the uh, that's the thing. Uh, that's the main point with all of this. Get what you're worth. If uh, you don't want to put the money behind to uh, promote yourself and uh, push your brand, then you don't deserve to make the big bucks. But if you are doing that and you're going you're going out there as a competitor and putting it all on the line and being entertaining, then you deserve to get paid what you're worth. So. We'll see. And um, I hate to keep giving him attention, but of course, the biggest troll in all of combat sports, Dylan Dennis, of course, comments on Steph Curry's thing and says, I make that in one fight, bro. When's the last time you even fought, bro? Stop. Everybody knows what you're doing, dude. It's not cute. It's not cute anymore. Beat someone who's actually good, bro. Instead of get chasing after the pole brothers like a freaking side chick. So, I hate I hate it. I hate to give him, giving him attention because that means it works. It means what he's what he's doing and the, and the strategy he's using to get attention is working. And I don't like that. I don't want to keep giving him attention. So stop it. And uh, in other news, man, um, Simone Biles uh, came out and uh, talked about why she, uh, why her uh, mentality was messed up, and uh, why uh, why she had been having some troubles with uh, with uh, gymnastics. And she had said, you know, basically, you know, a lot of people don't know what's going on with me, but in case y'all didn't know. My aunt died unexpectedly. Like, I think she said it was two days before, um, two days before she had to compete. Oh, and, uh, it was like a couple of days before she, uh, competed at the games. And, um, uh, yeah, it was, what a terrible situation. And, you know, that goes to show you, even like myself, um, I spoke on it, but we don't know what the hell is going on with her life, so we should not speak on it. So, there's that, man. And, um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, uh, interesting, uh, watching these Olympic games. Um, some of them, some of them have been fun to watch, and, um, some of them not so much. Some of them are, uh, some of them I look at and I go, how is this a freaking sport, bro? How's this a sport? And uh, someone I did enjoy watching was uh, Luis Gravilla. Gravilla. He is a. Uh, I think he runs. A, I don't know what it what it would be considered in the uh, in the Olympics, but it's basically a five k. And um, he won the whole thing. the uh, The interesting thing about Luis was that he's originally from uh, Guatemala. But he has resided in the United States for pretty much his whole life. And um, when he uh, he's a really talented runner. And when he uh, when he was signing up for the games, um, he said, I want to be able to fly the American flag. And they said, well, with you technically not being from here, we can't do that. You have to represent the uh, uh, Guatemalan flag and you cannot represent USA. And uh, it really, uh, it really uh, spoke to me because he, uh, he's under uh, what I'm under, which is basically a uh, a temporary residency, which is called DACA, 
and um, he was just talking about his um, his uh, his struggles with it, and um, how uh, how even though he's uh, he's having to deal with this, he's still been able to push through. And as you see, came out a winner. He uh, he came out a winner and uh, won gold. So that's awesome. I bet you USA, you want to you want to claim him now. And uh, yeah, I was watching. Uh, I think it was uh, it was swimming. I saw um, the women's uh, swimming, and uh, it was the 800-meter swim. I think that's what it was, 800 meters. I don't know how long a meter is, but all I know is that these girls were swimming for like 15 minutes straight, if that, maybe even longer. But I was watching that going, dude, no wonder they're in the freaking Olympics. And like any other time, there's no reason that I would swim that fast and that long like it's it's not happening not happening not happening bro there's no reason for me to go out there and do that so that's why great athletes great athletes like them are going out there and doing it because my ass would be sitting on the side of the pool having a heart attack and um it's been funny to watch uh i don't know if y'all have seen it but uh kevin hart and snoop dogg have been uh have been commentating on the uh on the Olympic Games and uh they were commentating on uh I think it was the horse trotting. I think that's what it's called. And it's so hilarious. Look, I want y'all to watch this. I like this. This is a Where's Scouts? Dude, that's so hilarious. Dude, I want Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg to commentate every single sport. Could you imagine if they commentated every single sport? I mean, Snoop did have his little run-in with the UFC, and that didn't go so well. But I would love it if he commentated on every single other sport. Oh, yeah. Maybe not boxing, because I think he did boxing, too, one time, and it was stupid. I can't remember if it was him or Pete Davidson that really showed their ass. But basically any other sport except combat sports they're hilarious i think it's so hilarious crip walking crip walking horses crip walking horses that needs to be an olympic sport just out there just i would do that'd be so hilarious crip walking horses and um dude you know what i was thinking about the other day of all the celebrity fights they uh They've uh, tried to make happen and are in talks. One fi- one fighter that I think would be a killer in the ring, and and that nobody is calling him out. But I'll tell you, dude, if you got this mug in a ring, you would destroy people. And you want to know who that is? A rapper named Wiz Khalifa. Dude, nobody wants those hands, dude. Wiz Khalifa has really uh, transformed himself into a uh, into a uh, pretty skilled multi 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 I wouldn't say fighter but multi practitioner and uh, dude I would love it if someone challenged Wiz or someone went up to Wiz and was like dude go knock out a Paul brother go knock out both Paul brothers. And say you're the new king of boxing. Dude, Wiz could knock out so many guys. Oh, dude, I would love it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm petitioning for it, dude. Wiz in the ring. We need Wiz in the ring, dude. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa is my champ, dude. And of all the, and of all the sports in the Olympics, you know one sport that I, a sport... Um, of all the wacky wacky sports they have in the Olympics, one that I'm shocked is not a sport yet is um, arm wrestling. 
I was watching videos of uh, people arm wrestling, and oh, it just looks like it's a nightmare on your shoulders. And uh, I was like, dude, this would be some dumb shit that would be in the Olympics. Arm wrestling. Of all the wacky stuff they have on uh, on the Olympics, why is arm wrestling that one? Explain to me that. And uh, they had said uh, Muay Thai was going to be in the Olympics, but I haven't seen nothing. I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen any, uh, anybody showing that. I mean, I guess maybe it'll be in the, because uh, we're technically in the summer games. The Panther 24, I've received perfect, provisional recognition. Huh. So that means nothing. I was expecting them to see, I was expecting to see people doing Muay Thai in the Olympics this year. So basically they've just gotten approved, like saying, okay, we'll acknowledge it. And yeah, man, in other news, what, um, dude, I wanted to talk about TV because I have not caught up with y'all on my shows and, um, we need to talk about it. Um, what time are we at? Cause I gotta be heading out soon. Um, dude, my shows, Loki, I finally finished Loki, and to those of you who haven't finished Loki, you might want to skip ahead like five minutes, I won't spend too much time on this, but Loki, dude, season finale, what a finale, if you're not watching the the Marvel shows on Disney, man, you're really messing out a bunch of key details uh, for the future movies, because basically what I had heard before I watched it was that these, uh, these shows are going to give a lot of hidden, uh, important details on the, on the next movies, and, uh, boy did it. I've heard a lot of theories out there that, um, in the end, uh, in the end of, uh, at the end of, uh, Loki series, when, uh, I think it was, what what's it called? The, the one above all, the something... He Who Remains, that's what it is. He Who Remains is really a variant of King the Conqueror. I think it was Doctor Doom, maybe. And who else? Oh, and Scarlet Witch. They were somehow variants. And, uh, dude, all I'm telling you, man, is once they bring King the Conqueror and they bring freaking Doctor Doom out, man, I'm clearing tables, bro. Clearing tables. I'm flipping tables over. Because that is going to be the biggest villains that you have ever seen, man. You ain't seen it. They're going to make Thanos look like a wimp. And I cannot wait for it. Dude, I've become so obsessed with uh, Doctor Doom recently. I've been uh, reading comics more and uh, really trying to get into... uh, the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, and uh, and Doctor Doom, and uh, yeah, man, I've become obsessed with Doctor Doom just because he's so badass, man. I mean, this dude beat the shit out of everyone. I mean, ripped Thanos out of his own skin, dude. Ripped his skeleton out of his own skin. And that is crazy, son. That is crazy. And uh, another show I... Uh, I finished was the uh, Shameless. I don't know if y'all have, uh, if y'all have watched that, but it's a pretty good show. Um, it's a uh, Showtime show, and uh, Showtime always puts out good shows. And um, me and uh, me and Allison finally finished it because uh, we'd been meaning to come out uh, in the middle of COVID, and uh, we don't like to watch it live. We just uh, will uh, wait till it's all over and then binge it. And uh, dude, I must say. The ending, pretty lame. You know, not only did COVID take away so many things for me, but it took away Frank Gallagher for me, so... Pretty shitty ending, not gonna lie. Probably one of the shittiest endings. Wasn't even, like, sad or anything. Uh, He ends up dying in the end. And uh, it wasn't, like, sad or anything. It was just like, really? Like, that's how y'all chose to go out? You know, they've had 11 seasons... And I'm like, really? Like, that's the grand finale? That's how it ends? Like, 
Okay, I guess. I'll take it. Sure. And uh, another show that uh, everyone's uh, been obsessed with, man, is uh, Outer Banks. And uh, you know, I had to check it out because we went to the Outer Banks a couple months ago. So uh, my wife is obsessed with that show. Um, and uh, I thought it was okay. It was pretty good. Uh, not going to lie. Some, uh, some parts are... Like, the beginning of season two was kind of cheesy and predictable. And I was like, come on, Rogers, you can do a better job than this. Like, don't make it so, uh, don't make it so obvious of what you're, uh, where you're headed. You know, at least make me think a little bit. But, uh, towards the end, it was, uh, pretty tricky. And, uh, some, uh, some, uh, mysteries revealed. So, I'm not going to spoil that for y'all, because I know that's a show that's, uh, hasn't been out long I think it just come out like last Friday, so uh, so yeah, man. And um, something else I wanted to talk about, um, not necessarily Olympic Games uh, talk, but a pretty crazy thing I saw over the weekend. I don't know if y'all keep up with CrossFit, but there's this CrossFit athlete that I follow. Her name is Brooke Wells. And besides being a dummy dumb, um, she is a killer athlete and she had an accident this past week and she freaking dislocated her elbow going for a snatch. She went to throw up the weight and as she started to extend her arms, that's when her shit just went. Oh, it's so nasty. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. And it was like, I think it was on the very, I could be wrong on that. It was, uh, I think it was on the very first event, but I could be wrong. Let's see. Let's watch it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, that looks nasty. Oh my gosh. And dude, imagine being like the person standing there, like, I guess they have, like, counters and shit. Like, imagine being the person standing there and just watching it. I bet... Oh, dude, I would flip out, man. Oh, my gosh. Let's watch it again. You know me, man. I'm freaking... I'm freaking disgusting. I have to, uh... I have to watch these things. I don't know why, but I find them interesting. That's probably why I'm into jiu-jitsu. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. And it looked like her elbow just like bent like this for a second, but it's like it's like that, but the other way. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, man. So yeah, don't watch that if you're about to eat, man. Who is nasty, son? And uh, yeah, man. Oh, freaking nasty, freaking nasty. I hate that. I hate seeing uh. I hate seeing that, but yet, I still watch them. And, uh, dude, I want to talk about this. Something that happened over the weekend. So, I went to uh, Open Mat at uh, Elevate, the school I train at. And, um, I, uh, I went with this guy. He's an Asian dude. And, um, he looks at me. And he goes, hey, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? You know, we introduce ourselves. And, um. He, uh, he asked me, he's like, uh, what's your name? And I told him, you know, Jazz, whatever. And, uh, he was like, oh, dude, it's nice to see another, uh, it's nice to see another Asian here, man. You know, we got to stick together, you know, like, I, I don't think I've seen another Asian here besides me. And I was like, yeah, sure, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're right. We got to stick together. And he, and I was like, it's funny you say that. And he was like, what you mean? I was like, it's funny you say I'm Asian. And he's like, why? I was like, because I'm not. (laughs) Everyone I meet, man, I'm telling you, it never fails. Every time I meet someone, they always think I'm Asian. I don't know what it is, man. Could it be the eyes? I mean, I'm always like this. He told me it was the eyebrows, because apparently uh, Asians have bushy eyebrows. Uh, The eyes and the skin tone and the hair. He said the hair. So pretty much everything, bro. I'm pretty much Asian, so. Oh well, what can I say? 
And uh, dude, it's so hilarious. Like the amount of times I've been I've been mistaken for Asian, Thai, uh, Korean, Korean of all things. I look nothing like a Korean. I could believe Thai, but he thought I was. Uh, uh, they thought I was Chinese, Korean, and Thai. How weird! You don't think I'm Mexican, dude? Come on, bruh. No crees que soy mexicano? Andale. Andale, come on. Come on, bruh. But uh, that wraps it up, man. A little, a little under an hour. It's been a good one, man. And um, as always, I uh, I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, we'll, um, we'll be having some uh, good episodes and uh, good uh, jujitsu vids coming out on the channel soon. So uh, stay tuned for that. And um, if y'all have any requests for uh, jujitsu, uh, jujitsu vids, uh, just send them, uh, send them to me. You can send them to me on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can just leave it in the comments on YouTube, on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, yeah. So um, stay tuned for that. And as always, um, be sure you smash that like button. Freaking pound the shit out of that uh, like button. And make sure you ping them bell notifications, man. So you can stay up to date on uh, everything that's going on, everything that goes up on the channel. And so that way you can access it first. So that way you can catch your uh, catch your uh, catch your opponents and catch your partners with uh, some crazy jiu-jitsu stuff. And uh, yeah. So um, I appreciate y'all for listening. This is Jazz Jitsu Podcast. I'm out. Peace. I have bad news for you.